Welcome to Fly Cool Shit, the show where Jeff Petro and Mark Pollard talk about aerobatics, unique airplanes, aviation news, and so much more. Hey pilot, you're cleared to enter the box. Smoke on. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Fly Cool Shit, powered by Lift Aviation. What up, Jeffrey? Lift. Lifty Lift. What a great name for a company. Especially for an aviation company. It makes sense. Right. Gosh, what if they were so like, good. what if it was between that or like lawn dart? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> they're like, you know, they're uh, all the executives around the, you know, around the table. Like, what should we call it? Call it nosedive, lift. Come on, Bob. Lawn dart. Bobby, what you got? But yeah, they're awesome. Uh, fly cool shit. Promo code 25% off of uh, just about everything except for uh, helmet stuff, which is pretty cool. And um, I think people have been using it. Uh, I've been getting a few messages, you know, talking about shoes and a couple of um, somebody bought a knee board, I think. Um, so that's cool. Yeah, no, we're getting a lot of feedback. Um, I was going to say, I tried out the gloves. We're working on a, um, excuse me, um, a pair of flying gloves, Mark and I, and I tried out the, I guess we can call them prototypes, right? So they're, they are production gloves, but they're basically BMX gloves. Yeah. Um, so they come from the EVS sports line, which is like the parent company of Lyft. Um, but these with a few, yeah, so I use them too, um, and I, I echoed everything. I saw the email that you sent to everybody. Um, there, it's a nice glove. I think for somebody that likes a lightweight golf style glove, a couple yeah. minor changes or no changes would make would people would be pro, you know pretty happy with that glove. So I flew it yesterday, um, and the pro like I don't know if anybody I didn't notice, but with BMX gloves, it doesn't have like a Velcro strap, which I love. But what I did is I cut a little slit in the top. Uh, about like an inch and a half down so that it was easier to get your hand in because it doesn't, it's not like an elastic um, stretching material to get your hand in. So that's, yeah. I mean, for me, I wouldn't have cared that much, um, but I could see how it could be annoying for somebody. And um, yes, yeah, so I cut a little slit in it and it just slid right on and slid right off. Problem solved. Nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah it's it's a comfortable um, glove. And then, um, you know, I, I think you and I, well, you especially, um, echoed some concerns about the leather padding on the glove. Um, I didn't yeah, find that to be too much of a problem. I actually, it was a lot better than expected. Cause usually leather is like, you got to work it in. It's usually like very stiff. And um, I actually, um, I really don't have any real complaints about the glove besides the, uh, just making it a little bit easier for it to get your hand in there, which we'll work on. And then yeah. um, we got to come up with like a cool styling for it. You know, maybe some skull yeah. and crossbones. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Like the um, the radical race gear gloves that I have, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, just do something like really, really yeah, dangerous, <laughs> dangerous, scary. Yeah, Dude, we, got lot, we got a lot to talk about. I mean, there is we have a lot to talk about. There's a lot of emails going back and forth with this World Advanced Aerobatic Championship. So um, many breaking news. Yeah, sound the alarm. Yeah, because so as so we were. We were uh, so we had Brent on last week, and yep. you had you had to step up 
take control, take charge, and blast off in the middle of a podcast to I save know. your kid's life. You're I a hero. Save the kid's life. I'm well, you're, you're basically a hero. hero. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You're basically a hero. I'll say you're a hero. I don't want to say I don't want to say I survived. I want to say I thrived. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> you know. That's fair. But yeah, we we literally, I literally thought initially when you were getting off the podcast, it was because we had just saw um the announcement. Um, who I, I don't know who posted on their Facebook. Was it here? Um, something like uh, that about the advanced team. Uh, not, not, not all of the advanced team going. Um, yeah. and when I asked you that, I, I literally thought when you're like, Hey guys, I got to go. I literally thought you were being, you were either being cheeky and, and playing around or you were legitimately <laughs> pissed at, that I asked you the question and you were mad. <laughs> No, I mean, I'm, I think you and I are the most uh, clairvoyant. Is that the right term? We're transparent with everything. And, I would agree. Um, definitely transparent. Absolutely. And I, I always try to be that way. So yeah, yeah, I think you are too. And like, so like up until let's call it like, oh gosh, two weeks ago, the, uh, the advanced team was, you know, still pursuing. And that's when I spoke about what they were going to charge us to rent an airplane and then at that point in time, I was feeling out my friends in Germany um, to get an SC to rent there. Because we talked about that, that, that 3.30 and, and the kind of the pricing structure. I got some messages from some uh, people that had went to Worlds prior and Unlimited, and they, they couldn't believe it. They're like, are you kidding? Was that all this like fluff on the show? I'm like, I will literally send you the invoice or the uh, the quote. People thought that was <laughs> fluff. They, they thought you were kidding. They thought I was exaggerating. I'm like, dude, like that's not even like who knows what else it would have cost us that was hidden. That's that's just what was written on paper. And that didn't include like our own like fuel and oil cost. Yeah, yeah. Dang. You know, but in the grand scheme of things, like what's fuel and oil when you're getting billed 25 grand to use an airplane in a competition? Right. Percentage wise, <laughs> it's, me- it's meaningless. So, yeah, so we were all, you know, gearing to go. That was that's that made it really difficult. But to, well, so even at that to point. This- at that point, was everybody still on board and, yeah. and the idea that the entire team would go out and rent this airplane? So at that point, everybody was still on board. Well, everybody was still on board, but it's it's kind of fucked up. And I talked about this because, you know, these teams, the U.S. teams have this stigma where a lot of people, they joined a team and they knew that they weren't going to go overseas or yeah, overseas, most likely to a world. So they did it to be on the team. They get their picture taken and then they don't go. And yeah, everybody on a team was definitely going. There's no doubt that like anyone in the team wasn't going to go. So, and I think everybody know, you know, I think if you're around the sport for a while, you kind of know that this happens, that some people, you know, go out for the team and they know they're not going. So nobody wanted to be that guy. And then finally it was, we we're, we we're a month out and, you know, we got that crazy quote uh, to rent the airplane. The check borders are closed. Like the Americans can't even get in. Um, there was no, the contest organizer was just not communicating at all. Um, and like I said, you're a month out. So it's like, why would we spend me personally? Like, why would I spend this kind of crazy money on a, on a hope and a dream that when I get like, not even know what's going to, I'm going to like feed on the ground and check and be like, where's everybody? Like you're, you're literally gambling. Yeah. And, um, when I, uh, so me, Adam, Don, um, I think Jerry, uh, I'm trying to think, I think, uh, maybe somebody else, but we made like a week, we, we 
pushed and pushed and pushed until the last minute. But then we we're like, all right, let's give it another week. And then like, we got to like draw the line at some point where like, yeah, we're not dropping out, but it's just, it doesn't, it's not, it's not that it's not, well, it's not worth it because there's not a lot of people, you know, not, it's not a full competition by the looks of it, by how many people registered. There was 22 yeah. competitors, not including, not including the U S it was the 22 competitors. That's so, like half. It's less than half. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So um, week pass and then they had like an FAI meeting or SIVA meeting and the contest organizer from what I was told didn't even show up to the meet. didn't even get on the zoom call. <laughs> like, it's just like it's so crazy. <laughs> so that kind of sealed the deal for me. Have you guys talked to other team? Like, have you like, I don't know. I don't know if Aaron, I, I think Aaron's close with some of the French team members and, and some of the Czech guys, but like, are, are you guys in talks with that? Like, are they frustrated? Are they sharing the same frustrations that the U S team is? No, not really, because, you know, from what this... It can just hop over. Yeah, it's like, it's a local... It's like, for you, it'd be like you going to go fly a contest in, like, Colorado. Like, at the most. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can, like, wait till the week before and be like, you know what, I'm going to take... The plane's going to go there. It's no big deal. For us, like... Yeah. It's like planes, trains, and automobiles. Like, we're just... What we have to do to get there is fucking out of this... You know, it's crazy. Yeah. And then like, then there's a whole nother topic about flying a rented airplane. Like you hear all these like crazy things that happen, you know, totally. these unfortunate things that, you know, people, um, you know, died. And yeah. it's like, at the end of the day, well, like, what do you, happened. what do you literally have this? Yeah. So yeah. it's like, you got to really reevaluate what's going on and is it worth it? Is it safe? And, um, you know, it was hard for me personally to be like, I'm not, you know, I'm not going because I really want to go and you make a commitment. And you want to stand by it, but then it gets to like where it was. And, you know, it's, it's kind of bullshit that this contest organizer hasn't like, you know, pulled the plug on the thing because I, I mean, like, how do you do a world event without even having your borders open to all the countries? Number one, yeah. that's just right there. Well, so and, like, why, why are you like doing not, it? Well, and they're not, he's not, you know, they're not coming out saying definitively canceled, although we may have news on that. Um, but they're not coming out saying it's a definitively yes either. It's like this weird kind of purgatory. Like it may happen. It's probably going to happen. Maybe not going to happen. Um, which makes it even worse. Cause you can't, you can't plan. There's no, you're, you're kind of fucked in whatever answer you give or whatever choice you decide to make. It's like, okay, we're not going to go. And then it, and then if the contest goes, I have no doubt that all of you guys are going to be like, shit, like, like I don't regret the decision not to go, but I should be there. Like we should be there, you know, and it would, I'm sure that would, that that's probably got a way on all the team members. Um, so actually there's just an email that just came across. It doesn't say I can't share it. It doesn't say, it does not say keep this between us or um, this is for certain people's eyes only. It's it's addressed dear Siva delegates and aerobatic friends. I would say that that's public, right? I'm an aerobatic, aerobatic friend. I feel like. Are yeah. you? Are you an aerobatic friend? I'm an aerobatic friend. <laughs> I feel like I'm. I feel like we're, we're we're both aerobatic friends, and I feel like our listeners are aerobatic friends. Yeah, we're all aerobatic friends here. So you guys yeah. should have got the email. I apologize. Um, <laughs> so it says, "Dear, <laughs> this is a legit email. I'm not kidding. It's from Nick Buckingham, who's the SIVA president. Um, dear SIVA delegates and aerobatic friends, I regret. Ooh, that doesn't sound good. I regret to confirm that the situation regarding WAC W A A C the World Advanced Aerobatic Championship and EAC European Aerobatic Championship Championship in the Czech Republic this year remains unresolved. 
Despite a long series of exchanges over many months between FAI, the SIVA Bureau, and the president of the Czech Aero Club, the NAC, has so far failed to sign the FAI organizer agreements, and together we have not reached a final solution. Um, so yeah, it looks like it's not happening. In parallel with so that's this weird. Cup, is this, yeah, that's yeah, it's all it's garbage like, after that. It seems entry money is already committed. Are safe. And will shortly be returned to each competitor in Bitcoin. Okay, so it's it's done in Bitcoin, in Dogecoin, <laughs> in Dogecoin. Um, so it's done. Yeah, they were talking about like there's another. So in another sentence, it goes, um, "It is not, it is not yet time to provide details." Gee, thanks. Uh, but we are now confident that both WAC W A A C and E A C will re- will be able. To run this year to the same or similar timetable in an adjacent adjacent country, and of course with full Category One status. Wait, so are they trying? Right? To, they're trying to move. They're trying to have it go still, but be in a different country. That's what. It's, let me read the full paragraph. It was only a sentence before. Boy, so it said, I mean, uh, it's just so fucked up, right? Like it's just yeah. like make up your fucking mind. Well, and, and, and like that's even worse for the U.S. because then where are they going to have it? And then now you guys got to figure out how to. Get, get the an airplane rented there. airplane. Yeah. What in a parallel mess, dude. with it's so it says in parallel with this complex situation, the Bureau of SIVA has been vigorously vigorously pursuing alternative solutions. Among them, some clearly able to provide the structure we need. Um, and then that's when I read, it is not yet time to provide details, but we are now confident that both WAC and EAC will be able to run this year. Well, thanks for Thanks for That's clear as mud. It's like, hey, we're going to have it. Where? We don't know. <laughs> and the money that you paid for it is going to be returned because we we don't have any solutions. Yeah. And I have a, a month great, out. I have a great bridge that is for sale. I want to call Nick. You're like, hey, man, yeah. I have this great bridge. I'll give it to you really cheap. Um, just let me know when you can wire the money to me. It's all yours. And uh, you can have fun with that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, so that, that couldn't, I mean, this is a little bit like, it's annoying. I, I, I understand COVID has really screwed everything up logistically and it's hard to plan. And these countries being closed is hard, but at the same time, guys, you've had a year, you've had over a year to plan this and have a contingency, have a contingency Somebody- country. <laughs> Somebody just you know replied. I, mean? I can't tell you who replied it, but somebody just replied nothing besides one eight hundred shit show. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Wait, there's the replies are all coming across. Oh um, yes, we should immort immortalize this in a song or something. It's always tease, tease, tease. If I go there, might be trouble. You got to let me know. Should I should I stay or should I go? <laughs> the song. <laughs> It's always tease, tease, tease. Uh, <laughs> should I stay or should I go now? <laughs> yeah. Oh hey, man. I, hey, I got a good idea how to spend twenty five thousand dollars, <laughs> dude. Let me. Uh, th- so this situation, notwithstanding, obviously, but um, I don't want to put them on blast. But there's somebody that may or may not have two, three thirty SCs, and has been talking about shipping one to Europe to keep it there. Has there been talk? Because, I mean, between the advanced and unlimited team, the majority of you guys fly the 330 SE. Um, right. Why not just buy one and keep it there? 
That way you guys have control of it. You have custody. You know the airplane. I know I mean, I'm, I'm saying this like, why don't you guys just buy a $300,000 airplane? You know, if I want to. No, but if you, can, if you can whack it up enough, I think, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a really good idea. And like, I'm, it's definitely crossed everybody's mind. I don't think anybody's really put some, I, I think only a few people have put some real time and effort into thinking it. But if yeah. there's a way where, where it does you leverage can, you guys a lot though, because it's one airplane for what? If it was for 10 people, you know, and that, and then somebody freaking dings a prop, does, you're fucked. Well, not only that, but like, if you go to a contest, like, most of the guys are that are, you know, a decent amount of people are moving up right now. So like, say you get, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't do it with five people. Cause you put, you know, five into say 300 grand as 60 grand a pop plus, you yeah. know, yearly expenses. So like if you did like 10 people and everybody ponied up 30 grand, but all of a sudden you get to a world contest and like seven people want to use the airplane. Like it just doesn't work with seven people. It wouldn't I don't work. think it works. Yeah. It doesn't work with the, like four people at that point. You'd have well, to no, have, it, it can work with four people. Two. I think anything, anything over four people, I think would be really, um, it would make it frustrating. And then like when you're at the unlimited yeah. level, you know, like for me, or I think for a lot of people, like, like Rob, look at Rob, like, and Jim Burke, like they shipped their airplane. They wanted to do well. And when Rob did really, really well, you got to fly yeah. your own airplane. That's just what it yeah. comes down to. If you want to win, you got to fly your own airplane. And well, he, he and I had talked about, you know, uh, he didn't mention who it was at the time. And then we later found out it was odd, um, who got her MXS. Um, and he was excited about the idea of that. And I think we had, he and I had touched on that a little bit. Um, that's going to help. The, that's going to help Rob out a lot. Well, yeah, I wouldn't, not a lot. I don't, I don't, I didn't mean it like that. I think it's just, it's a lot of good things that are happening because obviously if he can use the airplane, I don't know how, how he feels, you know, if that, if that's a big deal for him or if it would hurt him, but the fact that it's going to be on a competition scene in Europe is great because now yeah. like, you know, Matt, Ch you know, Chapman brought up a really good point about how the judges aren't used to seeing an MX fly. So they're yeah. not going to give him the benefit of the doubt in most cases. And um, I never thought, I never thought about that element until he said that, which and, know, it makes right? total sense when you're, when you're seeing SC after SC after SC after SC. And then even like, you know, every, every, um, European or, or foreign unlimited, worlds or advanced worlds tends to have, you know, there's what, there's three or four caps in there, three or four souks, and then extras, right? There's a 300 S sprinkled in for good measure. And then like three thirty SCs. So like they're so used to like these four or five types that are, that yeah. are just back to back to back to back to back. Um, and then you have this MXS, which is just completely odd, you know, and you don't yeah, have it's, any, it's fast. Any, it's got a straight wing. It's got no taper mm -hmm. to it. Like it's just different. Well, and, and in the judge's defense, it's a hard, it's hard to base when you don't have anything to compare it to in terms of the same, same, you know, plan form and shape. And, uh, you know, as you're, as you're measuring that, that's, that's, a, that's difficult. That's a challenge for judging. I mean, it's not that it's not that they're being biased so much as it is. That's a legitimate challenge for judging. Uh, Did you ever think about like, getting into judging, like getting your, uh, very much so. That, I still want dude, to. That, um, that would be so funny because everybody's breaking your chops about going to a competition. Like, show up at a competition, but don't fly and just be a judge. No, I'm going to drive there. I'm just fucking drive <laughs> there and be a judge. <laughs> oh, man. Who that would be who, freaking hysterical. Who gave me the most shit for not competing? Where are you? Yeah. Where are you at? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be on the fucking line. Oh, um, man. So, so I think... So this is... Man. Well, who, uh, let me ask you this. Who was the first person? I mean, 
I don't know if we, we want to like name names, but like who was the first one that like who was really driving this like, hey, guys, if I don't get a decision on this date, I'm out or like, hey, we we need to have some sort of definitive decision on yay or nay. It's like this this purgatory or this like back and forth bullshit has it's got to stop sometime. Yeah. When, you know, is, you know, somebody was probably driving the bus, right? Um, no, it, it kind of, yes and no, like, yes, no, yes, no. Um, <laughs> we, we had like a, I get it. Uh, I get it. We had a big zoom meeting and we were all talking about it and like, we needed answers. Like we needed answers and nobody was giving us answers. Like, you know, what's the, what kind of quarantine do we have to do? We had no idea. Can we get into the country? Um, we were still trying to figure that out, um, at the time. Um, we didn't know if we the rented airplanes, if the quote included bringing the airplane to our practice site. And we were trying to get answers on that. Like, yeah. What were the hotels like? Can we get the hotel? Like we had no answers. And, and that meeting where like, um, you know, a bunch of the team members stated, they're like, Hey, like I got, this is my draw. This is my no go date if we don't have answers. And that's what people yeah. did. And then, you know, that day came. So I called, you know, I called everybody on the team and basically told them, you know, how I felt about everything. And, you know, it, it comes to a point where it's almost like you're getting like, if you're not getting answers, it's like they don't even care. And and you're going to get over there and whether they care or not. But like, if how do you know when you get over there that it's going to it's good? It's been, if it's been going this shitty, like you can pretty much bet on that. It's not going to be it's a not gonna clean. Yeah, it's not, it's not going to clean up from here and all of a sudden be a well old machine. Yeah. This is a disaster. So, yeah. Um, so, you know, I called everybody. I'm like, Hey, like, you know, I just list not listed, but I just told them why. And it was pretty much what we've been talking about. And, you know, and I'm not, you know, even if I had, was like a billionaire, I don't know if I would pay that kind of money to rent an SC. It's just, it was just, I felt like it was a big F you to us the way that they quoted it. Yeah. You well, know? and, and there's going to be that element of you thinking about it every time you fly it. Yeah, and that already that's already a problem. Yeah, and there's there was a couple of like top tier unlimited guys that are like they didn't say Jeff don't go rent an airplane. They're like, well, just be really careful renting an airplane. Like you know you don't know what's going on with it. Just you know make yep. sure. You, and I was like, oh, if two people are already talking to me about this, and I kind of felt like this already, then it's a red flag. And again, like you know, it's not an Aero Club plane. Like it's not our own plane where we know the history of it. Yeah. And when it's advanced, we're not getting paid to do this. So it's like, what are we doing? You know, I'd rather take that time and like be here in the States and, and go to a local competition and then like train yeah. and do a camp, you know, why spend all this money to get ripped off on an airplane that you're going to fly yeah. for an hour. Yeah. That you don't know. <laughs> yeah. And at that level, like I can go hop in, you know, I can do a thorough pre-flight and hop in somebody's extra and, and w- with what I do, not be too overly concerned about the airplane. I mean, you know, without looking at, you know, I can't, I can't, you know, I can't see the spar uh, other than how it slices through the cockpit, but like, you know, I can, I can take a pretty good look at these airplanes, but yeah, at, at, you know, at the level you guys are doing it, man. Um, we're a month out. Like, we're, yeah, we're less than a month out now. Now we're two no. weeks out, right? Ideally you guys would be there now getting used to that airplane and, yeah. and, and making sure that the, 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 you know, that's kind of the thing is like, if I'm going to, if I'm going to borrow an unknown airplane, I want to get there early and, and make sure it's get, at least get to know it, you know, mm-hmm. get to know it's mm-hmm. course. You, you just don't want to be like 
what the fuck was that sound as you're doing a, you know, an outside flick on the 45, <laughs> like <Yeah>. at 800 <laughs> feet, like, oh shit. Um, yeah, no, so it's, it, it sucks, but you know, it gives, uh, more time here and we'll fly here. Hey, how's your, um, how's your helmet working out with the new tiger comms? I really got to pick your brain on this. Yeah, it's funny you brought that up. I, I really want to talk about the comms in particular. This is not um, as as cheesy as this. People are gonna be like, "You guys fucking have this in show notes." We don't. We don't actually do show notes. <laughs> um, um, but I've been getting a lot of requests or and questions about the new comms that 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 they're doing, and so yeah. I was it had it in the back of my mind. I'm like, I do want to talk about that today, and I want to. Um, I'll tell everybody too. I'm, I plan on making a video on the differences too. Um, you know, just a kind of, kind of a comparison video between, you know, tiger comms and, and, uh, active headsets and just a little bit of the differences. But, um, yeah, I've been flying you with should, the, the new you should helmet. Do like for, a plug in. You should do a plug into your GoPro when you use the tiger comms. Cause I bet you there's a noise difference. You know, um, I wonder, you know, it's, it's funny. So I'll back up. So I, I I've been, I, I've been flying with the helmet for, I don't know. I might, I might honestly have 10, 15, close to 20 hours on it already. Oh, um, wow. so I've been flying it with it a bunch. Um, and I've, I've built, I don't know, four, like myself built four uh, active headset ANR with CEP lift helmets. Um, nice. and so I've, nice. I've been flying with nice. I've been flying with, you know, an active heads an ANR CEP, uh, lift helmet now for years. Um, obviously love the active heads. I, I have no complaints about active headsets. Um, they're a little archaic, you know, the nine volt battery box is, is kind of dumb, but my airplane has the panel power. So I just screwed the little fucking wire into the airplane and, and I never have to change a battery and I don't oh, care. I got to think I got to do that actually. I I, absolutely helmet. do it. Yeah. The, it's yeah. like, it's like 150 bucks, you know, and it takes 10 minutes to put in for an A and P it's nice. nothing. You just splice it into something, you know, um, yeah, it was, it was a no brainer, you know, and, it, and cause you don't, one, you don't want that battery box flaying around. Um, and two, right. uh, it's nice not to have to worry about batteries. Um, but that's the active headset unit. Well, and I'll talk about the tiger difference, um, here in just a second. Um, you know, I never really had complaints, you know, I think there's a, there's a general thing out there that, uh, where people think, well, I use an a and in, in the Cirrus. You know, I use a Bose A20 in the Cirrus I fly. Um, a and and a helmet in a louder airplane that I need a helmet in should be perfect, right? And it's like, you know, a lot of these a lot of these airplanes are so freaking loud. Like, my airplane is so goddamn loud. Um, you know, most extras yeah. are pretty loud. Pits, super loud. Warbirds, super loud. And so a lot of times, you know, uh, just a and doesn't always cut it in terms of, uh, you know, suppressing noise in the cockpit. So CEP is a great addition and the being able to use both at the same time is wonderful because, um, you know, the CEPs really do a, a ton of the passive work and then it just creates such a, such a quiet environment. Um, yeah. so what Lyft did, um, they've been using, um, flight helmets to, to do their installs. That's kind of who they got started with, uh, if I remember correctly. Um, and they would do, you know, Bose, um, Zulu H mod from Lightspeed, and then active headsets is like the communications package. And there was variances on, on microphones and stuff like that. And you do see, uh, maybe he didn't do CEP. Um, 
I don't think he did CEP with it with these setups. Um, and you can't do CEP typically with bows or Zulu H mod from Lightspeed. Uh, it's just the way they're wired up. Um, Tiger did create a way to do CEP with bows, and I, I'm not sure if they offered or not, but I, I have heard that they did create a solution for that. Um, but basically, um, you know, Headsets Inc. Uh, or Active Headsets, you know, it's kind of one and the same. Headsets Inc. is the company. Active Headsets is the the A&R setup. Um, they're kind of a mom and pop. It's it's kind of a rudimentary setup. It's, you know, it's not the call. The, the quality is not Bose, you know, so if you're used to Bose, it's it's not superb quality like that. But, you know, good, good mid range budget A&R and, and it's great in helmets, works great in helmets. Um, the Tiger Performance. So, so Tiger Performance is a it's a mom and pop company out of the East Coast. Um, and they, you know, if, if anybody's bought an MSA Galet from a U.S. distributor, it's probably from Tiger. They do a bunch of, you know, Hilo EMS and, um, they're down know, in Florida, they, right? No, they're, um, I gosh, they're, I, I want to say they're in Syracuse. They're upstate New York. Um, oh. yeah, let me, I'm going to, I'm going to look it up right now. Cause I can't remember. I, it, it's me. It may not be Syracuse, but it's, it's something like that. Yeah. Um, West Seneca. Oh, couldn't tell you where that is, but I think it's upstate. Sounds, yeah. I think it it's sounds, somewhere. Yeah. Um, but they, you know, so they've been, um, you know, Lyft was kind of having some issues, install issues and, and lead times and, um, stuff like that. And so, um, they, they, they paired up with Tiger performance to start doing installs. Well, at that time, um, Tiger was saying, Hey, we're developing our own in-house A&R setup. And so, um, it was kind of like a, I think a good, you know, marriage for them to, to, Hey, we, not only are we a new vendor to install comms, but we have our own, our own in-house comm setup. And, um, what would you compare so it to? Doing. Like I've, I've flown with Sennheiser A&R and I've flown with Bose A&R. Mm -hmm. Um, would you say just as good, a little bit less, a little bit better? Less. Um, Bose A&R is, I mean, well, here's the problem. It's, it's a hard comparison because I haven't flown with a helmet that had a Bose setup in it. Now, Bose does not make a A&R setup to put in helmets like Lightspeed does. The Lightspeed makes what's called the Zulu H mod helmet mod, um, which is a, um, you know, helmet specific ear cup that is like a Lightspeed headset, but it's for helmets. Bose, mm -hmm. you basically buy a Bose headset bastardize it you take it you take the ear cups apart you take it all apart <laughs> you install it in a helmet voids the warranty um and then you you have bows in your helmet um so you know it's 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 not optimized for a helmet i'll say that you know where the microphone's placed uh has a big role in anr performance right any anr headset needs a, a microphone to interpret the ambient sound to then suppress that sound and that's basically how it works um, so there's an intake and then, you know, it suppresses the noise. Um, the Tiger Performance A&R, you know, um, there were some bugs in the beginning uh, that they were working out and they worked them out really fast and and they're continuing to modify and uh, make the setup better. And I would say that it's it performs really well. Uh, quality wise and A&R, strictly A&R performance wise, it's not Bose. But this setup is more geared. It's it's kind of a, a mid range price tier. It's not it's not meant to compete with Bose. Um, where I'll say what I will say though is that Bose has terrible passive 
um, noise attenuation, right? You lose the batteries in your bows. It's basically like you just took your headset off. Um, so the, the, you know, the bow setup is, is a real headset geared towards ANR and not really any PNR value there. Um, this setup in the, the, the tiger performance setup in these helmets, um, have great PNR. So if you didn't want to use the ANR, you, you, which I don't know why you would want to not just turn your ANR on. Um, but maybe somebody does, um, you could do that. Or if you lost the, you know, if the batteries died and it went to PNR, you lost your ANR. Um, the, the passive is, um, light. I mean, it's just four or five times probably more better than, than what the Bose is. So there's that. Um, the thing that I like about the Tiger performance setup the most is it's super adaptable. So they basically make the entire setup modular. So you have, you have a typical bailout cord on a helmet. And if people don't know what that is, um, there's a couple different ways to make a bailout cord. I'm using air quotes here. And essentially what that <laughs> is, is like if you literally, if you need to bail out, um, you don't want to be hanging from the airplane as it's going down by your headset or, or your um, headset would fall off, but a helmet because the cord won't pull away from the helmet. Right. And you don't want to sit there and have, you don't, you know, unplug the headset, you know, <laughs> unwrap the cable and then bail out of an airplane. Right. You want to get out as soon as possible. So most he- uh, helmets have some sort of a bailout cord that will rip the cord away from the helmet in the event of being able to bail or that you need to bail out. Um, some use, uh, I'm, I'm blanking on the name. I've built my helmets with, I think, um, um, a U174 plug, which is basically, a, um, you know, just looks like a, uh, it's a five, five pin plug. You plug it in and the headset, headset works, you know, and you, you jump out and it would unplug. Um, right. this setup on the tiger performance uses a little bit different of a plug. Um, but basically it starts with that. So you, you've got, you know, the ear cups, um, and then you have the bailout cord. And then from there, um, you can do different cord lengths, uh, to the module, right. To, you know, basically similar to a bow setup, it's got the on off, you know, you can turn the Bluetooth on and off, got the volume, nice. uh, rock or not uh, the, the, you know, uh, rheostat, um, knobs to, uh, adjust the volume and things like that. So you can, um, from the helmet to that module, you know, have a coiled cord, straight cord, different lengths, uh, whatever you kind of need. Um, and then from there on the other end of that module is it's, everything's all, it's all modular. So if you have a, if you need GA plugs, you can do that. Um, if you need like a limo plug or, um, gosh, there's so many, like the, the, um, the panel powered Bose plug, like that Cirrus uses, um, Boeing, Airbus, um, there's like all different kinds of, you know, um, plugs aside from GA and basically they can just, okay, you want that plug? Cool. You, here's, here's that portion. So it's, it's kind of, uh, cool in that regard. Cause if you fly different things, um, and I don't fly anything that requires a different plug in that regard, but, um, if you did, you know, like if you, if you want to take this helmet from a Hilo to your T6, you know, mm-hmm. they'll just sell you the cords and you don't have to have two helmets. Oh, um, nice. so I thought that was actually something that was really cool that nobody else does. That's probably yeah. my favorite, my favorite element to the Tiger Performance comms is that, um, and it's and it's not something that uh, it's not like a u a feature that I use. It's just more like that's really cool. It's it's cool to have this modular setup, and the 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 helmet's completely modular too. So like, if uh, you know a speaker breaks or or you need to replace something in the helmet, you can just unplug it, and they'll just send you out a new you know a new ear cup, and you just unplug it and put the new one in. So it's kind of user friendly in that regard, um, whereas other helmets, you know, are not really wired 
like that. They're, they're, they're basically hardwired all the way in, you know? So like if you need an ear cup to to be replaced, you gotta, you gotta get in there and solder the helmet or solder the speaker. So yeah, you know, it's, it's terms of like user friendliness, you know, like you bust the speaker, they can just ship you one and you plug it in. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, that was cool with Corey. He posted his helmet and, um, looks great. Looks great. Right. CMS artwork. We got to really get, I don't know. Like they did my helmet. Yeah, I know. And they, they, they come, they always nail it. They nail it every time. Mm -hmm. Like there's so much talent. They have so much talent. Yeah. And and I, um, he's got the new, uh, the, the new tiger comms in there. And, um, I want to see what he thinks of it, but it's been, it's been pretty good. You know, another thing that I really like about it is, um, the fact that you can either use battery powered or you can use panel powered. And so it's got the same panel power plug that, um, I use for the active headsets. Uh, you just, Mm. you, you, you literally plug it into the, into the control box and then you, you put the other end into the airplane and then it's panel powered. So, um, I, 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 Oh, here's the biggest, I didn't even mention this. This is why I like this setup the best. So what I'll say is that A&R performance wise, um, very comparable to, uh, active headsets. Okay. It's not Bose quality, uh, but it's not, again, it's not meant to be Bose quality. It's, 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 but it's very good. Um, again, my other four, like I have, I still have one helmet left that, um, has the active headsets in it. Um, and I love it. I, I would use it today regardless. Um, it's very good. Um, where the tiger performance shines is the fact that it's Bluetooth. So you can listen to Bluetooth uh, audio. I didn't know it was Bluetooth. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And so that's for the price, you know, when you start looking at like uh, a solution that'll, that'll fit a broad range of, of applications, you know, being Bluetooth, obviously listening to music is great and uh, you can make phone calls and all that other stuff. Um, That, I mean, I'm a huge, huge, huge music listening uh, listener in the cockpit. Like love it. So that was that was really big for me, and then ANR, PNR, and CEP. Right. So how good's the ANR? How good's the PNR if you lose ANR, and then uh, the ability to have CEP or not? So this is basically the only setup that I know of. Um, and again, I have to confirm with Tiger. To, um, I know they were talking about being able to do CEP with Bose, but there were some caveats to it, just because of the way Bose speakers are wired and it's all proprietary and. So you got to go in there and really, you know, kind of crack, crack it open to, to get CEP to work and integrate well. Um, but this system yeah. works, it, it integrates perfectly. So you have, if you don't want to use CEP, you don't have to just don't plug it in. Don't, don't put the things in your ears. Don't plug it in and just use A&R. If you lose, um, you know, if your batteries die and you don't have a panel power, um, set you know, the PNR is, well, you know, it'll get louder. It'll get, you know, the quality will, will reduce as any PNR setup is. Um, but you'll be able to at least communicate, you know? Um, but yeah, if you, if, if you're need, if you have a real high noise environment and you want the A&R and the CEP, you've got it. And then you have the ability to, you know, either plug into the airplane or not, or use a battery or plug into a bunch of different, um, you know, applications and they, they include everything. So, you know, you get all the, all the plugs you want, um, for the different applications you want. So, huh. um, it's been really, it's, it's been great. You know, um, it's been nice testing the setup. Uh, it's been working really well. I've had no, no complaints, no issues really. Um, and I would say if I, you know, um, A&R and CEP wise, if I put this helmet on or I put my other helmet on with the active headsets, uh, A&R and, and CEP set up in there, I wouldn't be able to tell a difference in terms of, um, A&R and CEP quality and, and, and communication. Um, and that's, right. that's not, I mean that in a good way. 
um, because the setup is not much more expensive. It actually might even be like very. It might be very. It's very close in price uh, when you when you build these helmets up uh, from the Tiger Performance to the to the Active headsets. And I I would much rather have the Tiger Performance because again everything they do is in house. All their testing's in house. Um, they do third party testing, um, ISO testing, but um, they they have the ability to really curate these these um these comm setups um and they're they're working really hard to marry their setup to the lift helmet in a in a really really good way and they've 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 really nailed it so far and and they're they're working on making it even better um as you know more revisions come out but um the fact that you have all this stuff plus bluetooth and it's like similar price it's an absolute no-brainer um uh, and i can see why you know lift kind of decided to go with them but yeah I, i'm been real happy with it. I've been getting a lot of questions on it because that's that's basically the solution now that um, I don't think Tiger is selling active headsets as a solution for install in the lift helmet. I don't think they're doing it at all anymore because there was some uh, customer service issues. I won't say quality issues, but customer service issues. Um, the the Lightspeed Zulu H mod um, was not a very reliable system, and I, they may still be doing that at customer requests. But you know, it's like a twelve hundred dollar setup. And it was having a lot of problems. Whereas I think this setup's like seven or 800 bucks. Um, and it gets you, hmm. you know, basically the same features plus CEP, um, plus a warranty, plus you know, it's modular. You know, there's so many other things that, you know, um, are, are kind of fringe benefits if, you know, you may never need, you know, you may never have a speaker blowout. I did have a speaker go out in my, um, my custom painted helmet, um, which has oh, uh, active headsets. Yeah. Yeah. I had the A&R. It, uh, start, it, it was really weird. It just went out one day, and then um, it, the way ANR is wired in that it, it 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 showed through the right ear cup, but the left ear cup is the one that went bad. It was really weird. Um, so it basically, one ear cup was PNR, and the other ear cup didn't work. <laughs> and so replacing one that? ear cup made the whole setup come back. It was really funky, but I had, you know, um, I'm, I'm good at soldering. I've been, I've been soldering electronics and stuff like that for years and years. So, um, when I build these helmets, I, I solder them up, wire them up and they're all good to go. And so I was able to just order an ear cup from active headsets or from headsets, Inc, you know, remove one solder the new board, the speaker in and solder to the board and all that stuff. And, and it was good to go. But, um, most people aren't going to be able to do that or not, are not going to want to do that. I like building right. helmets, so it's kind of fun. Um, but yeah, the modular design of, um, the tiger stuff is pretty cool. So it's been, it's been used, good. And it, yeah. You ever use the helmet without the CEP? Oh yeah, the new, uh, absolutely. With the new one? Yeah. Yeah. It's very comparable in terms of, of active attenuation to the, the headsets, Inc. Active headsets, yeah. um, setup. Um, it's okay. In my, my airplane, th- this is the thing. Um, I've had, so bonehead uses, uh, active headsets, A&R. Um, that's the setup that I had. I had A&R and CEP. Uh, that was my first helmet was a bonehead pilot X, you know, co- uh, communication wise and all that stuff. Great. You know, it's fine. Um, and I used at first I was like, Oh, I'll order the CEP, but I probably won't need it. And then I flew, um, you know, the S2C a bunch, I flew the extra bunch without it. And it's, it's a different sound. It's louder, you know, a lot of times in the run up, um, because you got that sound close to the ground, it really reverberates, um, and it'll crackle the ANR and kind of overpower the ANR a little bit and then take off every, every helmet I've used in takeoff with ANR without CEP, you know, has like, 
you know, totally overpower the ANR. And then once you get away from the ground, you power back a little bit. It's it's pretty good, but it's still louder. You know, it's um, you know, it's you know, these airplanes are so loud. You know, that, yeah. that's that's really what it boils down to. But um, and that that's going to happen with Bose. That's going to happen with headsets. Inc. It's going to happen with the Tiger Performance. Um, so you know, Tiger Performance is not they're not reinventing ANR to where it's like, oh my god, this you only need ANR in this this helmet uh, in even the most loudest environments. Um, because the the ANR is that good. The ANR is really good. Um, but you know, you know, it, I think it comes down to there's there's limitations, right? You know, what can you do with two AA batteries or a nine volt battery, right? In a little battery box. You know, there's only so much power you can feed these things right. to actively cancel noise um while keeping battery life good and then not having to carry a freaking briefcase full of battery, right? You know, that kind of thing, or having a, a module <laughs> yeah. that's so that's so big, you know. Um, and I feel like so, the quality, like once the batteries start getting used, the quality just keeps going down and down and down. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, they, uh, this setup, you know, having, you know, again, Bose is, is a more heavily A&R, um, centric setup, right? So there's not a lot of passive there. Um, so that, that setup works really hard all the time to actively cancel noise. If you have a, a setup that has good PNR value, passive noise, you know, like thicker ear cups uh, or whatever you can do to seal those to where if you lose the ANR, um, you can still hear and communicate. The active portion has to work less. And so you have this good. I actually like that balance better because I, I always hated losing um, batteries in a um, in a Bose specifically. And, you know, light speeds had better um passive attenuation than, than, than the Bose. The Bose is just freaking terrible. You might as well take the headset off. Um, <laughs> so th- this, this setup has, you know, some good, it's a good balance, you know? So again, it's not, it's, it's not better A&R performance than I would say anything else. Um, you know, it's not, nothing's ju- like, it's not l- noticeable there. It, it might have, you know, all these, all it is is frequency ranges, right? So it's whatever they can, um, have this active setup, you know, adjust, noise and and attenuate noise in the given frequency range right so this might perform better at some frequencies than the bows the bows might might perform better in some other frequencies um i think quality wise uh you know the bows is kind of you know speaker quality wise is you know a little bit better but um you know it, this setup's pretty darn good and i i like i said i listen to music every flight um and the music it's fine you know nice crank the blue crank the tunes up and go fly um, I do in my airplane like CEP though. Um, I, I've flown several times without the CEP cause I wanted to test just the ANR and then I wanted to test the passive, um, abilities of it too, just in case, you know, I lose batteries and, or, you know, I lose, I lose, you know, I don't know, calm, N- not that I would have to communicate, but if it's, if I had a situation where I lost ANR and, and, and had to rely on the PNR about, um, the PNR aspect of the helmet, you know, that was good too. Um, so if I like, you know, break a, break a CEP cord, uh, it's not the end of the world. I can communicate and I can listen to music and I can, uh, fly the airplane, you know? Um, but like talking to Rob, you know, we, we were talking a little ways back cause you, you went to in-ear monitors. I know he flies with in-ear monitors oh, great. Um, and w- yeah. Yeah. And one of the big things he said was, you know, uh, I can just go to, you know, big five and get, um, you know, I can go buy, buy just any headphones, right. In an emergency. So that yeah. takeaway for me was that he wants CEP all the time, some sort of in ear 
um, audio with. I don't with, even think he has. I don't think he has uh, PNR. PNR. No, he, he doesn't have ANR. I know that, but I think he just yeah. has the in-ear monitors. I don't think he's. The, I think the cups are there just for comfort. They're not even speakers. Yeah, they, must, they, have, they must be because you'd have to plug in to communicate. So we'd have to have a way to plug in. I must think it just PNR. goes. No, I, I don't know. I don't think so. I, well, I talked to him because when I got the Oregon arrow um, ear thingy, majiggies. Yeah. Um, I'm like, ah, oh, man, I had to cut the uh, backside of it. It was such a shame. He goes, why'd you cut it? Just use the, the uh, CEP or something like that. I could be wrong too. This is like a year mm. ago. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, you don't get a lot of audio coming out of the uh, in-ear monitors. So, yeah. Um, I, the CEPs for me, I, I really like the fact that it, it has so much passive, you know, you stick the little, you know, foam tip in the ear and man, I think when that thing seals up between that and the ANR, um, my airplane is super, super, super quiet. That's and that's awesome. kind of what I like. I really don't like, loud noises <laughs> so wait you know, so you have you have the new lift tiger performance right now yeah what was yeah. the one that you had painted up by uh oh gosh was cmx uh-huh um CMX what, that, artworks that had the that uh, had the uh, active headsets in it okay gotcha because that helmet yeah. is badass are you keeping that i thing? love it yeah oh yeah yeah i'm actually thinking about having it repainted just because just just for literally for shits and giggles. And actually, um, if this is any kind of takeaway and I'm, and I'm not trying to not trying to like sell the, you know, people that I talk to, I, I really, I'm, I'm not a salesman for Lyft. I really am not. Um, so I'm just putting the info out there and, and Classic happy to help. Undersell. Classic right? undersell. Right? <laughs> Wink. <laughs> um, if, if this is any kind of like pushing you over the edge on, on whether the tiger performance setup is good or not, I've thought about converting my other helmet to the tiger performance anr just because i i really like this setup a lot in terms of its ease of use and the fact that it's got bluetooth that's a huge one yeah. for me i i just love every dude when it doesn't matter what i'm flying and i'm not gonna say i don't want to say out loud the words but hear me when i say whatever i am flying okay doesn't matter what i'm flying 100 of the time i'm listening to music 100% of the time from startup to shutdown. So, um, whether that's in a extra or things that carry things like people, I'm listening to music. So I, yeah. I, I really like the Bluetooth setup, um, for this helmet. Um, so I, I might actually convert, I might actually buy, um, a tiger performance, um, Calm setup and what, put it. What did that uh, run you? Helmet. What did that run you to have that helmet painted the way you did? If you don't mind me asking, <laughs> not to put you on the spot or anything. No, I, I, I legitimately don't remember. <laughs> All right, we got to look that up. We'll get. Yeah, back I legitimately on next, don't remember next podcast because yeah. honestly, I think everybody that sees your helmet is like, oh my god, I got to get that done. And I think if they knew what it costs, because I can't imagine it being too crazy. Um, no, no, I think, I think Todd might've hooked me up a little bit, but I think I paid 500. Yeah. It's worth every penny. Um, the only thing, and the, the reason why I really want to repaint it is I, I hate flames 
and there's flames on the side of it. I just can't. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't see that. That's like a little yeah. Hot Wheels car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, I mean, I, I like the um, you know the 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 work on it. It's incredible. I mean, there's no overspray. Um, there's nothing on the edge roll. It's it, he. They did a phenomenal job, and it's like you can tell it's you know painstakingly painted and then cleared because um, it just it's super smooth. Phenomenal job. Uh, I would send my helmet back to him to re, to to. to have it repainted something else. I and I just don't know what that is. You know, I got to think of a, of a scheme, you know, paint. Yeah. Scheme, see, but. like, how do you outdo what you've already done? I mean, they already came up with just six games. So it's cool. If you like, if you look on their Instagram, um, let me, let me, I'll get, Oh, let's plug them here. Um, let's see here. CX. Hey, when are you going here. back to flying, uh, uh, airlines? What's going on with that? That's a great question. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm, I actually literally, so their, their um, Instagram handle is CMS artworks and that's W O R X, but you can follow the account and then uh, look at, you know, the guy does phenomenal work. Uh, this guy, Colby, he, he does phenomenal paint work. Um, great question. Um, I actually literally just cleared a call two minutes ago uh, from training. Um, they called me yesterday and I called them back and then got a voicemail, uh, to set schedule training for July. So I'm going back to reality in July, unfortunately. Oh shit. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to get to experience a new Mark Pollard. <sighs> I don't know. It may not be better. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be better or not. Um, it's just going to be like getting angry all the time. Fucking oh, passengers. Bullshit. I had a fly today. <laughs> My job. <laughs> I did two legs today. Bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually. Um, I was looking through your um, your Facebook just now because I was trying to find a picture of the helmet with flames on it. But I'm guessing that every picture you took just uh, you avoided having the flames in the picture. <laughs> There's, I did. I did have it as my profile picture for a while, where I was kind of like, I took a GoPro, a GoPro screenshot of me like, kind of turning my head to the side a little bit. Um, it's not yeah. very big. It's it's right where the, like. You know where it says lift on the side of the helmet? There's just a little patch of white with a blue flame on it. They and look I'm like just, little uh, sperm. It's like little sperm on the side of yeah. your helmet. Yeah. Little swimmers. I'd rather, I'd honestly rather it be sperm than flames. Put a face on it. It'll be fine. But um, yeah. no, what I was getting at is I was scrolling through and I totally forgot that you flew to Pitts S1S, the single seat Pitts, uh, the Reno one. Oh yeah. Jeff Lowe's Pitts. You, Shout out to Jeff that, Lowe for being so, so nice to uh, let me borrow it. That is really cool. You gotta. Do we have time to talk about that? Do we have time to talk about? It? We have, we got all the time in the world, baby. Alrighty. We got all the time um, in the world. Are you gonna fly Reno and surprise everybody? No. Um, the short answer is no. I wish I could say yes. Um, Jeff has been. It's it's you know Jeff. He's an amazing guy. Uh, he he really is. I, I've uh, had the pleasure of knowing him for years, and we're friends, and uh, I've done his BFR. I did his BFR in the T six last year. Uh, he, he's <laughs> cool. a great guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a great guy. Um, and he's literally like, he begs me. He, he like, when are you gonna come fly the pits? When are you gonna come fly the pits? Come fly the pits. What are you doing over there? Get off your ass and come fly the pits. He literally comes, <laughs> he, he begs me to go fly that thing. He's so generous and so nice. And, um, one of the things for years, he's like, Mark, come take my plane, go to PRS, which is pylon racing school, which uh, literally just ended um, on Sunday um, to get everybody qualified for Reno. So everybody goes to PRS 
in June and then gets their card and, and you know, is basically race qualified as long as you pass everything race qualified yeah. to, to uh, race in Reno. Um, he, he's been for a long time just being like, dude, come to Reno, stop, stop fucking around, go take my plane, go to PRS, qualify and, and you could be my backup pilot, um, and race Reno. And, and there's some stuff I can't say on air. Um, but there, there, you know, might possibly uh, be the need in the future for multiple pilots. Love it is what I'll um, say. Um, but yeah, that airplane so dude, it's like? super fun to fly. It's super fun to fly. It's it actually, it's terrible to fly. <laughs> 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 it's, it's so, uh, how do I say this? It's so unique because it's, it's a racer. And so like the way it's rigged, uh, it doesn't have spades, you know, it's really um, heavy. It's, it's heavy, but it's, it's also like, um, snatchy in, in a weird way. Like it almost needs the spades to kind of like curb some of it. Um, the way it, the way it flies is re- it's really sensitive, um, in pitch. Um, and it's got a really sensitive rudder. Um, and then it's fast as shit. I mean, like what it's based it in Reed Hill. It, it will. So like he, gosh, I'm trying to think of the red line. I want to say it's like 2,700. No, it's got to be more. No, than no, that. no, no, no. It's thirty. I'm sorry, thirty seven hundred. Okay, um, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna it, be it's like, like thirty seven hundred, thirty six or thirty seven hundred. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the airport that I, I take off at at Reed Hillview, it's only like if it's not sea level, it's it's less than a hundred feet, or it's like a hundred feet. Um, so basically sea level. And like if you go full power, the tail comes up before you even hit the fucking full throttle stop. It, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's so quick. Um, and then you're just like hauling ass dude i mean that thing just hits hits v and e like instantly i mean it's so it's so slick it's so fast it's hard to slow down like so it it doesn't it there's so much that is pits like and then there's so much that is not pits like at all like i was i'm you know most s1s don't have that drag effect it's kind of like the the extra 200 versus like the 330 se right you know you you go idle on the 330 se it's like it's like getting kicked in the fucking stomach yeah. You know, you can like stop, stop on a dime, you know, um, whereas the 200 is a little slick. So like, you know, flying the 300, like for me, uh, I'd fly the 300 a bunch and then go fly the 200. And I'm like, why, why am I fucking fast on final? Who's fast on final in an extra, you know, it's this guy. <laughs> Cause I <laughs> forgot about the drag, you know, that I don't have the drag penalty. Right. Um, yeah. S ones kind of have that same thing with against the S two C, right. They, they just do not have that drag, um, um, benefit or penalty, however you want to look at it. Um, with that big three blade prop, you know, an S one's got the small two blade. This is a fixed pitch prop airplane. Um, so it just does not slow down like a, like I would expect a pits to slow down. And so it's pretty slick, you know, coming into land, it's a short fuselage. So it's, it's really, really touchy on landing, super, super touchy on landing. It's the most sensitive pits I've ever flown in that regard. And the, and the rudder is just so, and being the, so the rudder sensitive, which means the tail wheel sensitive. So it's just like any little correction on the ground, you're just, you know, it's right in the bowl. You start doing that. Yeah. You start doing that pits dance and it's just like, you're all over the fucking place. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's weird. Cause it's, it's got a Kristen Eagle firewall. So it's a flat top firewall. And so the visibility out of this S one pits is unparalleled to any other pits on the planet. Really? It's wow. 
it's dude, it's incredible what you can see. You almost don't even need to S turn. It's wild how much visibility you have in this thing. And the um the canopy is like a one piece uh fiberglass with Lexan, you know, sh- shell um canopy. So it, it's it's a little bit it, it you you got to kind of learn how to take it off, uh, take it off and put it back on and stuff. And you have to position it outside the airplane in such a way that like you get your belts on, get your helmet on, and then you got to grab this thing with like, you got to contort one hand, grab the canopy, pull it up just enough so you can get your other hand on it and then <laughs> bring it on top of your head and, and bring the canopy down. And then it's got these like little, like, you know, these squeeze together, um, latches that bring in four pins and then bring the canopy down and release them. And those pins go into the locks and, Oh my God. Uh, that must've made go. you so nervous as a canopy freak. You must've been like, oh. holy shit. <laughs> and I was already nervous. Like I hate flying other people's airplanes. And he's again, so generous to like risk his airplane uh, by letting my dumbass fly it. Um, and then I'm, I'm like, this is new. I can't get dual in it. Cause it's a single seat, I guess, you know, just fucking whatever. Um, <laughs> but the canopy is cool. Cause it's like, it, it comes down on either side with, Lexan. So the visibility, like it, I, between the, the flat firewall and that canopy, it's incredible how much visibility you have in that thing. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. It's just, you know, the, the ways you're like, Oh, this will be kind of like a pits. Like it's not that nope. fun for acro. It's really not that fun for acro. <laughs> like I would have to get used to it. You know, it'd um, be fun. Like cruising the ocean with it though. Cause you're right by the water. Oh dude, that, that thing to like zip or just, if you just want to go zip around, you know what I mean? Like if like, I'm just going to go like zip along the coast or, you know, uh, you know, f- do some treetop. Yeah. I don't know. Like buzzing mountains and, and like just farting around that airplane is so much fun. Cause it's just like ultimate visibility, obviously the ultimate control. Um, and you're in a biplane, which is super cool. Uh, yeah. I, I can imagine it's would be very fun to race that thing. And he's, he's competed in it. Um, it's been a long time, but he used to compete in that thing. Um, yeah, I, I think I it was probably set up a little bit. Never been Dude, to Reno. Uh, let's go. go. I'll bid it off in September and uh, come out. All right, cool. Done. Lyft is going to be there. I know. They're going to be at Oshkosh too. And everybody's like, you going to Oshkosh? And I'm like, I don't know. You know, I got to tell you something that my wife said. So I, I told her that. I was like, I was like, man, Lyft is like, they're kind of not harassing, but like, asking me if I'm going to go to Oshkosh. And it's like, inevitably every year, everybody starts asking me if I'm going to Oshkosh. And I'm like, no. And you know, I've never been. And they're just like, what the fuck? You're not going and you've never been. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, and my wife's like, Emily's like, dude, call Jeff and just be like, Hey, let's meet in Oshkosh. And I was like, yeah, but like, like the training and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> but like, I don't know. Should we just, should we just fucking go? I didn't even just haul ass so- and go. Sorry. I got like a whole shit ton of pizza in my mouth. I think we should do, <laughs> we should do a, uh, we should just buy a shaved snow cone maker and yeah. do like a fly cool shit snow cone bar. I love and it. And serve shaved ice all day. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And just give away. We'll just ask random questions like, what's Goody Thomas's wife's name? <laughs> <Just like, laughs> what what color is Philip Steinbeck's hair? <laughs> What year did he cut the ponytail off? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is, is an MX ever going to make it to this country? <laughs> <laughs> too far? Oh is my that too gosh. far? No, no. It's never too far. <laughs> yeah.
Oh gosh, I can't wait till those airplanes get here. Get some variety. Some variety going. Yeah. Um, have yeah. you followed that new Instagram handle? There's some some person out there making these aerobatic memes. memes or aerobatic memes. Yeah. Air, I think it's aerobatic memes. I'm not I'm not sure, but I gotta I have to look at it again. Yeah, I have yeah. to double check that. But um how how funny are they? Scale one to ten. <sighs> ten. Ten? I thought you'd say 12. I thought you'd say 12. 12, 12. I'll take it. I'll take it. 10. Extra credit. They're super funny. Everybody needs to follow that page. What would you, what would you wish for in an air, in a, in an aviation related bean? Like, do you like it when it's like off a movie clip or do you like it? Like, I I think those are super funny. Yeah. Me too. I like, I like the video memes, you know, that's, that's pretty good. I, I'm, I don't know. I, I think everybody would be, I don't think anybody would be shocked when I say that I'm, I'm a fan of memes. Right. You they know, get people talking uh, and just in general, just in general. Kinda, yeah. It's like, I, I wish that know. COVID would come. Don't you wish COVID came back and like got, cause that's what everybody was home from it. And that's what created like all that, like com- communication or talking on aerobatic pilots. Yeah. And now it's been <laughs> yeah. dead and I'm kind of upset. I don't know. Dude, well, I've noticed it that back. it sucks. It has been dead. No, it has. Uh, people are starting to like have to go back to work or like they're kind yeah. of doing other things. And yeah, um, it's kind of a bummer. It is a bummer. Um, we got to get people talking again. I don't know what to do. Um, maybe, yeah, maybe we got to go to Oshkosh and just make an announcement. We will steal the PA, the microphone from, you know, Rob Ryder or Danny Kleshman. Yeah. And just you like like the flying farmer, just start running with it and talking at the same time. Like, yeah, hey, 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 you yeah. assholes out there. What up, bitches? <laughs> oh man, I kind of want to be an air show announcer. Would you do that? Um, I actually think it would be really fun. I think we would do good at it. I wonder if Mike would let us do it for him. I'd say no, but <sighs> probably not. Probably not. <laughs> It'd be really fun. I mean, I I would I I you know it's like oh here you know approaching from uh <laughs> from the left, ladies and gentlemen, he's gonna do a twirly thing. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> <laughs> Mike is sponsored to, by Swab Hair Gel. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Chapman says hi, everybody. Yeah, coming from the right, Matt Chapman. <laughs> <Just. laughs> Look at the, uh, the Eagle 580 go. <laughs> oh, God. We, Matt, I, grew, Matt grew up in Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> this might look like Mike Gullion, but I can assure you it's not. <laughs> Mike's parking the car. Yeah. Dude, I, I want to get to, I think what would be really fun is if we could get to a point where we're doing a podcast every day live from somebody, some, someplace like Oshkosh. Yeah, that'd be fun. And just have a schedule you know, and, of guests. Yeah. And getting, and having Mike Goulian on and, and the, you know, the Matt Chapmans and, um, whoever, you know what I mean? Um, that would I be think fun. that would be incredible. I think that would be incredible. 
you know, and having probably, some uh, some fan engagement, you know, like have an audience, you know, like three people were, you know, are, uh, are, are three, are three valued. Why don't we just fans? do it? Is, does Lyft have a, do they have a, um, an area where they're going to put their stuff on display? I'm sure. Why I mean, they have, like, up, they have a big trailer. Yeah. Why don't we set up a booth with, you know, we'll get some like vinyl printed up and everything like that. And we'll just do a, a show from like, I don't know, X amount of time from X amount of time. We'll call our buddies and we'll get some like scheduled like spots. Not a bad idea. <sighs> Songbird. In fact, it's a great idea. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, I do want to go, but it's like, it's a, it's so late. In the, are we going to get a hotel? Like how are we going to, where are we going to stay? You know what I mean? I know. I know. So if I can I get hotel, if I can stay at a hotel, a, a, not to sound like I'm pampered, but I want to stay no, at a decent stay hotel. At yeah, at least. Um, and yeah, I don't think I would take anything less than the Ritz or maybe the Marriott that's on yeah. the airport. Um, but if anybody wants to give away their hotel room, we'll take it. Um, but yeah, I need a hotel room. Outside. Yeah, <laughs> we'll plug you on. The, we'll plug you on the show. We'll, we'll yeah. give you like a shout out or something. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, thanks, thanks, Kyle, for your room. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> And and uh, thanks, yeah. Um, but yeah, if I can get a hotel, a decent hotel to stay, I think I would go for a couple of days. Let's maybe look it up and do it, and maybe I'll zip out with you and meet, and we'll meet up there and um, how do a glori- live podcast. How and- glorious is it! I feel like we need to like you stand on one end of the runway, or no, no, we'll do like a, that dating show where we we're both blindfolded and back to back, and then all of a sudden they're like, "All right, take off the blindfold," and then we meet. <laughs> A reveal. Yeah. Michael Gulley's there holding a rose. One of you gets the rose. <laughs> One of you. Okay. I'll put down the blindfold. <laughs> Kirby Jambles oh, is in the it. back clapping. The Thunderbirds do a flyover for us. Oh, my gosh. Fireworks. Yeah. Everything. I love um, it. I yeah, love let's it. do it. Because there's, I wonder, I didn't even look up who's performing there. I mean, I'm, I'm sure. Well, Eric Tucker, we could definitely get Eric Tucker on the show. Get Eric Tucker. Robbie Holly's got to be there. Robbie Holly's there. Um, yeah. Don. Gulian's going to be there. The Don. The Don. The Don himself. The the arresty ring wearing godfather. Um, <laughs> and is there a jet team there or are they just doing a flyover probably? Must be Blue Angels. Yeah, we got to do this. Because um, it would be cool to do like, I wonder where Lyft has their setup too. If they're by like the pavilion um, I'm sure they have a big presence. They're going to have a big presence there. Cause I mean, they're headquartered not too far away. Yeah. Like I would go, I would, I would go, I would try to get there like the night at night and then spend three days there and leave on the third day, like get yeah. there Monday, get there Monday late or whatever. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday night leave. Yeah. Something like that. All right. After a while, it gets old. You know, like you get bored after like a day and a half. Yeah. And can I tell you something? This is going to, I'm going to, we're going to get so much hate mail for this. So I apologize in advance. Can't wait. Like this, this whole like leaving wristbands on for a fucking year. You guys are gross. Everybody that that gets a, uh, an air venture wristband and then just leaves it on and then posts it online because they think they're cool. You're gross. Who the hell does that? Gross. Seriously, people, people do that. People do. Yeah, people That's do. That's disgusting. That makes it's me gross. want to sell my airplane. I want to get out of aviation. Fuck no, that, 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 Honestly, 
I'm I don't not want to kidding be associated you. with that. That is by and large the single most reason I don't want to go to Oshkosh. Yeah. And it'd be it's, fun it's, to have a, I think the people need a podcast there. That's like fun. And yeah. not like, not like the AARP podcast where it's like, Ugh. did you guys, and, what, what, what dot did you land on today? in your one seventy two? Yeah. Where are you parking? Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. You um, got the new, you got the new wheel pants for your, uh, Cherokee. Those look we got, great. We got to make it over to the build an airplane in a week and practice riveting. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up, Jack. Keep, <laughs> Shut up, Jack. Keep keep your stupid wristband on for a year. Yeah, go rivet somewhere else. Yeah. Dick. Rivet, rivet these nuts. You big jerk. <laughs> <laughs> you big jerk guy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, we should just. I'd love to like get somebody on the podcast there who's like very uptight and maybe he could be like a jerk or whatever and just ask just make them him super just uncomfortable, super uncomfortable. Be like, tell me about the first girl you've ever kissed. Do you have sex with your underwear on? <laughs> Take me through your, your sexual routine. Lights on, off. What do you like? Start to finish. <laughs> do you buzz your back or shave your back? What's, what do you like using? <laughs> Nair. Oh man, our fucking our audience is like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> All right, let's get back on some some sort of topic here. Like, what else can we? I, I, oh, should we should we talk about this? We had you and I talked on the phone a little bit yesterday. Yes, we had a very serious heart to heart. Um, do we want to talk you were about going it? To? Yeah, yeah, we have to talk about it. I mean, it's it's a serious. I think it's a um, it's like a disease that a lot of people go through. Um, well, I, and that's why I wanted to ask you. Have I have I given you the STD? I want to you say think that it was me that affect that that it has affected you. It's it's airborne. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch! Ah oh, shit! It's it's airborne. I mean, I'm infected, totally infected. So you, you, you got know, the funks. I got I got the um. What would you call it? We got well, you know, we'll think of a name because it deserves a good name. But, you know, a little bit of unmotivatedness going on on the yeah. uh, Petroselli front over here. Um, and it's not th- really, do you think it's the world's thing? I'm upset about the, worlds. The, I am yeah. upset that, like, you know, a bunch, you know, me and a couple of the team members had to basically say, like, hey, like, we're not going because, like, you know, it just sucks. Um, so yeah. that's that takes the wind out of your sails. And yeah. then um, now I got to, like, reschedule my summer. Not that this is, like, you know you know, big boy problems. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. but now I got to reschedule everything and I got to do some camps because, you know, I'm looking to, um, fly unlimited, but you know, it's a big step and I don't want to go about it in, in not an amateur way, but I just want to, I don't want to hurt myself. I don't want to get the wobblies and I want to, I don't yeah. want to create a foundation of learning the wrong stuff. So I want to get proper training and get good eyes on the ground and, um, do it the right way. So I got to schedule all that. So that's, you know, on top of kids and work and everything is I got to find a time to do that. And it's frustrating because like, I want to go out and train and you know, whether it's, I want to do negative stuff, like you can't, for me, like, I'm not just going to go out there and, and start pushing. So you need a day or two. And like my schedule is just not like that lately where I can just fly two days in a row. And then on the third day, you know, go, go really start pushing. Cause you know, sometimes like 
the other day we had to let like one of our people go at one of the stores, which really sucked because he was a really good guy. Um, it just wasn't working out. So I had to deal with, so it's like all these things just pop up all the time. So once yeah. I, I, I actually spoke to, um, um, the coach that I've been using and, uh, we're getting back on track. I'm going up to see him up in, uh, Vermont in about a week and a half. And we're going to, um, basically go back to how we were training. He was the one who was uh, training me and well, amongst other people, but he was my main coach. Um, the year I, uh, I won nationals and he's got a really great, really, really great philosophy on mental readiness and everything like that. Because that's, Thanks. that's, you know, amongst other things of, you know, technique and everything, but his big, his big uh, forte is, uh, you know, f- basically getting your head in the game. And, um, so yeah, so we had a big talk today. So it was a step in the right direction. It's, um, good. It's not that it's not the vaccine, but it's like, it's like taking Tylenol. No, it's like taking like Dayquil, right? Feel a little bit yeah. better. Not fully cured, yeah. but um, you can see the. <laughs> you can see Did the you light. feel it? Like, so when we texted it, we were going to record yesterday. So this is, we're recording uh, uh, tomorrow's episode. Today's Thursday, uh, what, the 17th. And this will air. Yeah, you guys are hearing this on Friday the 18th, but um, we were going to record it on Wednesday. And I think when you texted, it was so, so weird, dude. This is. To show you where my mind is at, when you text me, you're like, hey, man, just landed. I'll call you in a bit. And I'm like, huh, wonder where Jeff went today. Huh. I, it didn't even occur to me that you were flying your fucking airplane. Yeah. That's why that, it's like it's been fucked up. It, it's a problem, dude. It's a problem. But like, so you flew yesterday. And what did you like? Did you Were you excited to go fly or you were just like, I, I, I should go fly? So, you know, being powered, being powered by Lyft. <laughs> That sounds so fucking corny, you know, <laughs> with all this lift stuff that we're doing, it's really, um, that's kind of got me going with, you know, testing out the, uh, the gloves and the shoes and, um, the glasses and stuff. So I went flying to do another test flight with the gloves and, you know, that flight was just basically like a lot, a lot of positive stuff. And then yeah, there's these figures from another coach. You do like these, um, some people know what I'm talking about, but they're basically bridges. So it's, you, know, you push 45 up, pull level, pull 45 down from inverted and then push level. So it's just, you get your negative G tolerance up. So I did that with some inverted turns and then, um, a couple big pushes to, uh, to vertical, maybe like, you know, I don't know, not crazy negative G's. And then I was gonna, um, fly tomorrow and do a little bit more pushing. So, um, yeah, it was just fun. Did a lot of rolling exercises and, you know, working on everything to the right. Uh, we were talking about that a while ago, but, um, I just really loved, I loved, uh, just feeling out the gloves. And I, I, um, I think I'm going to go with those gloves from what I had. I had a really good glove too. Um, I was using a golf ring glove that didn't break down that much. Yeah. And, um, this glove is definitely better, like hands down. And, um, yeah, I'm super stoked to get it, to get it ready. Um, the shoes I want to do another flight on it's, that's the thing that I hate about shoes is it takes so long to break shoes in. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I dude, I struggle it's with that so too. Annoying. Like, especially in the cycling world, like I'll wear a shoe and I'm like, huh, like I feel a pressure point here or, or like, oh, it's a little uncomfortable. And then like, I won't take the, I won't dedicate the time to have them break in and feel good. I'll just be like, oh, I need something else. And I get really yeah. impatient with that. Like the, I wore, um, I've been wearing the ultra, the lift alternates, uh, the black ones, um, on the last few flights. I've been really liking those a lot. Um, but yeah, that, you know, they don't fit my feet perfectly. Um, they're, they're definitely from a more narrow foot for sure. So, 
Yeah, the lift alternates I do like. I think the material. So the only thing is like, you know, they made it like a shoe, but you're not going to like, do you walk around in those during the day? No, um, I, I kind of don't like to because they make that that like woman walking with heels sound because yeah. of the, the hard the hard back heel. So I I, I don't I mean, I have I mean, I have I've I've like gone on a, you know, a morning flight and then like had something else to do. And so I've spent the entire day in them. So I'll wear them. But like I, I, I kind of view shoes like that as like a specialty shoe. Like I'm, I, I would prefer to like carry those shoes with me. Like I carry my helmet, mm-hmm. put them on at the airport, go fly, take them off and put normal shoes back on. And it for no other reason other than, you know, I don't want to unnecessarily wear out the heels or wear out the shoe because it's my flying shoe. Um, you know, I think probably some people do wear them all day. Um, no, I know for it's fine. Some do, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's fine. I, it's not. Um, it's not because they're uncomfortable, or I find them like uh, any. It's not for any other reason other than I just. I, I kind of just whether it's right or wrong, regard them as a specialty shoe. Um, yeah, like so I, I, I tend not to put them on. I don't wear that. Like when I was using the other lift shoe, I wouldn't wear it during, you know, outside of flying really. Cause I didn't want it to like every shoe is going to break down eventually. So I was just like, I don't want to like ruin these more. Um, so I really only use them for flying. And then, you know, when I was around yeah. the airport after the flight, I'd walk a little bit, but I just didn't want them to break down. Um, yeah, yeah. And then I, 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 su- like I suppose too. like we probably should be wearing them, you know, we should probably wear them every day for a week or two and have, then they would be broken in and we probably would, you know what I mean? Like yeah. not have any of these. Yeah. Yeah. I showed them to a couple of the Warburg guys. Um, they liked them a lot. They didn't even know about them. Um, oh, really? so yeah, it was cool. Cause those, there were a lot of, uh, they fly T sixes and stuff and those have, it's like a wood tray, right? For the rudder pedal. So it would work really well with them with the uh, sliders and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing. So I, I'd been flying with like, um, vans, slip ons, Again, I've, I've been kind of like not caring about what I'm wearing in the airplane, which is mm-hmm. my bad, not anybody else's. So I've been wearing like fan slip ons again, which I like as like if if you're in a normal if you want a shoe, uh, a daily shoe that you can go fly in. I still really like those shoes. They don't slide on the heel trays at all. So um, that's a problem. Um, but. Um, oh, gosh, where was I going with this? I just lost my train of thought. Darn it. Um, you were talking, we were talking about the T six guys and the wood, uh, rudder trays and, um, then oh, you were talking- yeah. so, yeah, so I put the, the, you know, I put the alternates back, back on, um, and started wearing them and flying with them again. And it's amazing. You know, like, um, I went up, I, I went up to, uh, to do a hammerhead. And so I pull the vertical to do the hammer and I'm like, Oh my God, it's so much nicer when your fucking feet slide on the trays. Like it just slid so nice. Yeah. And I, it really reminded me of like, I mean, I really, like those shoes, uh, for these applications, it's so much nicer and I really should be more consistent. I should just leave the shoes at the airport because, um, I shouldn't be flying with shoes with that, that, that don't have that, that heel slider. I really do like that heel slider. Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty good. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of like where I'm at with motivational wise. I think now once I meet with this, uh, coach of mine and get a plan on what to train for next, um, and have like a, just a plan of yeah. like which step to take next. Cause I, I try to, that works best for me just to have like goals to achieve and yeah. work towards something. Cause with unlimited, there's just, I could be wrong, but there's so much to learn 
in that category and get good at like absolutely the, it's just so technical to me um yeah. like you can go out like yeah you can go out there and get through it i totally get that but i mean to to treat it um from building a great foundation and doing it right and and you know coming out and you know being a contender um it's so there's so much little nuances to it from what i'm seeing so um you know setting what i'm going to do is basically just set small small milestones you know whether it's like you know just getting certain figures to rotate right or or just um getting part of the figure you set like a million different goals so like at least you see yourself or feel like you're trending you know in the right direction you know because it's going to take i think it's going to take me at least gosh i want to say four years to to get really really good you think that long i do to be like fucking like goody good i think at least at least yeah at least for i mean and that's flying a lot yeah you know. Yeah, you know, and I was thinking about this yesterday, and I think I, I mentioned it to you, but like, I'm going through the same. Like, I like, there's no, I sh- I should commit to a contest and and have that goal because that would have, it would be a much easier path to practice and and have a goal and have a a plan. Like yeah. this, like for, for you, I must imagine this like, you know, a bodybuilder or like somebody going to like a weight lifting competition. And they're just like, I'm gonna hit 24 hour fitness. And then they just walk in and it's like, I don't know what I need to fucking work on today. Yeah, I, exactly. I don't even know. And then you become over either overwhelmed or just like, I don't even know what angle to start at. There's a million different ways to do this. I'm, I can't even start because I don't even know what, what I don't know what to do. What should I be doing? And then you just get kind of discouraged. And like, I think that's a little bit where I, I question, like, I that's mean, I'm disease. not, I'm not in the same that's boat the as disease. you, but it's like, it's, it's definitely, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, you go on WebMD and type in aerobatic type diseases. This uh, this disease pops up, and that's that's the actual definition. There we go. <laughs> but it's so that's true. It. It's it's uh it's it's like you you get um flooded out. Like you know, it's like ah, oh, there's so much, and like I don't even know where to start. Yeah, like, and because you, you want to do it right, I think what you got to do is um, it's actually perfect timing. Aerobat, what's that aerobatics day? National Aerobatics Day. Yeah, next weekend. Or no, yeah. not, not not this weekend, uh, the weekend after. Yeah, yeah. Um, you gotta go. And you know what you should do is find if you find like Brit or somebody you know that's you know knows what they're looking at, and just fly like six figures of a sequence and have them score it, and then you can see where you're at. That's a good idea. You know, Here's the problem is that so Brit and I were talking about this on the podcast last week. Um, she's gonna be in a contest in Nebraska, I think. Uh, as long as the weather holds. And so there's not really a plan out here for any of the, for the chapter to really do anything. And I was like, well, let me know. I, I'm happy to help organize something. Um, so I, I don't know what's going to happen um, if we can get something together or not, but yeah. Um, you know, a lot of these, that's, what's really cool about a lot of these chapters. In fact, I, I should go look to give the shout out. I shared it on the page. Um, somebody was giving aerobatic discovery flights or offering aerobatic discovery flights, which is super, super cool. Um, uh, let's see here. I'm going to, I'm going to go on the page and give a shout out to the chapter. Cause I think this is something that, that we've been talking about a bunch. Um, the ability to do kind of like, you know, young Eagles flights, but with aerobatics. So I have a um, great idea for the C word. It's a C it's the C word Nebraska contest contest, right? Must be. Yeah. So, I mean, do we say it publicly? I hear or great, it- I hear great things about that contest, by the way. So I want to donate something there from, 
um, FCS. Okay. You know, <laughs> did I stumble you? <laughs> You're like, what's FCS? No. <laughs> um, I did. I did get stumbled by that uh, last week, but I think I'm on it today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think we should donate a um, a check, but I want to do like, you know, basically, I, I guess we could do all categories. It's not going to be a lot of money, um, but it would be funny to do like a five foot Happy Gilmore check. And this way when they giant win. Giant checks? Yeah, yeah, giant checks. Okay. Should we do it? I'll do 99 it. 99 cents on it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't. they can't expect much. <laughs> I'm game. Payable. Yeah, payable too. That'd be really cool, right? I mean, like, it's I not about, it. to me, it wouldn't be about the money. Um, It'd be freaking cool to just to win a big check and try to yeah. get it home. <laughs> I yeah. need to get this fucking thing home. Good luck getting that in your super decathlon, assholes. Yeah, dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, chapter 119. Um, they're hosting an open house in Burr Burn on June 26th, uh, Augusta, Kansas. Very nice. So that's pretty cool. Um, aerobatic discovery flight for 120 bucks in the decathlon. <laughs> I need that's that. freaking cool, man. I love that. I love that. This, I wish we could do this all over the place. I really do. That's Me super too. cool. Me too. I, um, I really like that. So. Spread the word national, on that, guys. National Aerobatic Day. Um, IAC 52 is having a, I guess, a National Aerobatic Day or a practice day at MJX, Miller, no, uh, Ocean County, New Jersey. And then there's also another one in Massachusetts for our East Coast listeners by IAC 35. I want to say that was in Concord. Not quite sure, okay. but just IAC35.org. And there is another chapter. What was that? 133, this new chapter down in like uh, Virginia that was do, has a lot of action. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. I'm sure they're doing something. So, yeah. Um, and yeah, if, you, um, if you guys are doing something, let us know and we'll plug it. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll plug it on. We'll plug uh, every you know chapter that wants to reach out and, and uh, mention something. We'll plug everything for uh, uh, next week because um, that, well, um, yeah, it'll come out Friday. So people get, at least get a last minute listen to it um, yeah. before. Um, the 26th, but yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Anything but else? Yeah, so, on, what uh, else do we got, dude? Nothing. I, um, I, I hate surprises. So I was just gonna say, I, um, talked to the guy at the paint shop today and he's working me up some vinyl. Um, I'm going to basically pull a Lee Hubner and, um, I think I'm going to put some stuff on the airplane. Really? To, uh, I think so. Just to make it, it needs something. It's a little bland right now. Ooh, so, what are you going to throw uh, on there? Is this still, is it going to be a surprise? No, I'm not an asshole like Lee. Um, fuck you, Lee. <laughs> fuck you, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Should we cancel him? Like, I know. Yes. I think we need to. Yes. Officially canceled. Like, I canceled wanna, the I want to cancel him. Lee the worst way. I want him to like, I want to invite, he's probably listening, so it's not going to work, but it's funny. I want to invite <laughs> him on the show. And then he'll be on podcast. We're like, Hey, welcome to FCS. And be like, Hey guys. And then just, just like click him off. <laughs> just kick, kick, kick him out of the yeah. fucking room. Yeah. Thanks. Click. <laughs> thanks for coming on. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye Felicia. <laughs> Bye Felicia. Um, no, we love, I actually really love Lee. Um, yeah. So I'm going to do nice some, uh, I think I'm going to do FCS on it. I'm going to do, Dude. Um, do a little lifty, a little lifty action. And um, I don't know. Maybe I'll, you know what? I might throw an MP aviation on there. I don't know. 
What? I'm feeling that day. I don't know. Oh my god. The the yeah. phone will be ringing off the hook. Yeah, I mean, just get ready because your server is going to be overloaded with the amount of fans that are going to be coming your way. I love it. I love it. Um, but yeah, you got anything? <sighs> I don't think so, dude. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. Um, you know what sponsor I I'm, wish I could have? Huh? Costco. Oh, my God. How great would that be? Love Costco, dude. I'm a big <sighs> Costco fan. Great. Every air show, they could set up like a mini warehouse for people to go shopping in. <laughs> Samples galore. Oh, the samples. Here's <laughs> here's a here's, here's a cracker sample around with like some king crab legs. <laughs> yeah, oh, they were on sale. Here's a, here's a here's a cracker and cheese sample, and also here's fourteen jars of mayonnaise. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that'd be great. You got rice? Yeah, I got a twenty-five pound bag of rice. What should I? Put? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I don't know, but Mike Gullian signed it, so it's got to be worth something. <laughs> It's got, yeah, it's got to be good. Yeah. Oh, man. Kirby, can you sign my Hellman's mayonnaise? <laughs> <laughs> I have oh, six yes. bottles of A1 steak sauce. Can anybody sign this? Yeah. Put it on eBay. Each each one of these individual A1 sauces has been signed by the top air show performers. What is, <laughs> what is, what is your top bid? Ah, <laughs> oh, I freaking love it. Yeah, man. But um, yeah, that's it for now. I think we're going to um, I'm going to talk to Justin. Uh, he's a VP candidate um, running yes. for vice president. And um, I think we're going to get some open the, yet. They are, unfortunately. And I don't think I there's I looked at I looked at it the other day and I was seeing who was running for a board. And I'm like, shit, these people really know what they're doing. <laughs> Very the nice smart. thing is there's multiple <laughs> there's multiple board seat o- board seats open. I I yeah. wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked if you and Britt were both put on the board. I will say, um, in all seriousness, if somebody's looking to make a serious vote, if you I would vote for Dagmar. She doesn't really. I talked to her a little bit at nationals one, but I'm sure she doesn't remember me. But uh, Dagmar Kress is running for the board, and she has done she'd be great so much for aerobatics, and she's continuing to do it. So if if it shouldn't even be a question, you, you need to click the box for Dagmar, even if you don't know a lot about her, she's absolutely incredible. Um, yeah. So yeah. Um, vote for that chick um, because she's basically donated her airplanes to let people fly it. The uh, not UND at uh, what school is that? Colorado or something. Yeah. Denver. yeah. She's out of Denver. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, really she, just, cool she just took delivery of her uh, NG like two days ago. We should get her on too. Amongst I would the love other, to get her on. Really. She's awesome. She's a legend, right. dude. She's like, I want to be her when I grow up. Yeah, you know, like no, she's a she true legend, dude. Just, just doing it, you know. Yeah, fucking doing it. I agree. I'm uh, excited but, to see what she does with the NG. Yeah. So back to Justin. Um, we're gonna get. I want to get. I told him I want to get one of the uh, UND students who's made, with the least amount of aerobatic experience, you know, contest wise, and yeah. just like let them talk and, and let everybody know what it's like. Cause I don't remember That'd what be great. I do remember my first contest, but um, it was so long ago. Um, yeah. But it'd be cool to see like a young kid's perspective of it. And then also how to get into it. Um, and you know, maybe um, somebody will hear and then they'll tell somebody and then they'll tell somebody and boom, you got a 14 year old Rob Holland coming up. That'd be sweet. That, yeah, that sounds, that's a great idea, dude. 
And um, we got to open up our uh, sports betting for this year's Unlimited Champion. Yes. You know? Yes. We should do something where, like, the betting July, August, September. So September 1 is the last to lock in your bet. Okay. Yeah. and um, I like that. And basically, I think that whether it's Lyft or somebody else, we'll figure out like a prize, whether it's like $50 or a hundred bucks. That's a lot. Um, maybe 20 bucks of like something, some type of swag, whether it's, I don't think anybody wants a t-shirt, maybe like a really cool, like keychain that's got a fuel cap Turner thingy or like a multi-tool, like something like that, where if you pick the right person, that's what you get. It's not like, you know, you're really betting money, but like if you pick the right person, like if, you know, you pick Rob and Rob wins, you get a, um, you know, whatever the prize is. I think that'd be fun. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Um, I like that. Yeah. And then to get into the thing, maybe they got to pay to get in too. Maybe it's like, you got to make a donation. You can raise money for something. Um, You got to do like a $5 donation. Yeah. And um, you can win, you know, something. I don't know. We'll figure it out, but I kind of like it. Dude, I'm in. I love it. Love it. Or you can get this cool. I'm playing with my son's. My son's got one of these uh, skateboards that you use your fingers. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've been tech trying, or whatever. Yeah, I've been trying to like get it to like Ollie. And I just, <laughs> fucking worse. <laughs> That's what that sound is. <laughs> That's the, that was the sound the whole time. I was trying to like get this fucking thing to Ollie. <laughs> For the last hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool, man. You got anything else? No, dude, I think, uh, man, I think that's it. Um, yeah. Lift, go on lift, buy cool shit. You get 25% off everything but communications. Yeah. Um, LiftAviationUSA.com. Um, head on over to the website, pick up some shoes. Um, they have all kinds of other stuff. Um, their shoes are awesome. And also helmets they awesome. have a hey, helmet too. Um, I know we keep on trying to sign off here, but they have a really good catalog for their aviation stuff. They, I actually had them send me like 20 of them because I'm going to give it to a bunch of the FBOs and, and some people I know. But um, their catalogs con- are phenomenal. Phenomenal. And like really yeah. simple, really simple. So if you, um, any of y'all out there, if you want a couple of categories, they'll mail them to you and it'd be cool just to put it in, you know, high traffic area, whether it's a flight school or something or even a fucking bathroom at this point, um, because it's just good reading material and they got a lot of good, uh, good pictures in there describing their products and, um, it's cool. So they'll give it to you. Just ask them. Yeah. It's, and it's actually a good catalog. Um, I, I like it's it. It's a nice, really well done catalog. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I've been, uh, I've been enjoying it. They, they're loving the podcast. They, uh, they're happy to be on board. So it's been, it's been a lot of fun so far to, uh, have lift on board with uh fly cool shit and uh we'll uh we'll kind of see what we can do in the future but you know who knows maybe you got you guys might hear us from the uh the lift uh <laughs> the lift trailer at oshkosh who knows or maybe Hell reno yeah. you know Hell you never yeah. know i would um, rather do reno let's let's dude let's plan it let's just let's just make a plan it's in yeah. september let's let's uh let's start working on it yeah because it's a little more diversity over there with the racers and everything like that and plus it, the T the T birds are going to be there and I'm kind of, you know, it's no big deal. Kind of friends with a couple of them now. You're just kind of like best friends, whatever. No big deal. No, ain't, <laughs> ain't no thing. Yeah, dude, we'll, we'll party it up, party it up downtown Reno. Yeah. Hit the, hit the races. Be we'll fun, gambling. dude. We'll gamble. Action. Yeah. 
Yeah, record a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I baby. A, I need a private blackjack. Who are you? I'm Jeff from FCS. What? <laughs> <laughs> Is that flight control systems or no? No, it's fly cool shit. Douchebag. Asshole. <laughs> Go over there, Bucky. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it, man. Yeah, we'll make, we'll make, let's let's start planning this out. That sounds like fun. That sounds like cool, a really dude. good time. I'm pumped. Sweet. All right. Anything else? I'm good. Going to go uh, make some pizza. More pizza. Nice. Pizza's good. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. Check out uh, flycoolshit.com. Uh, you can get the episodes there. You can donate. You want to buy Jeff and I a cup of coffee or him a slice of pizza? Pizza? You pizza? can donate to the podcast. All the proceeds go to making the podcast better. Um, follow us on... Uh, Instagram, give us a like on Facebook, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Audible, anywhere else you can get podcasts, and then uh, shoot us your feedback. We've been really enjoying all the feedback we've been getting. So Yeah, let us uh, know if you want us to interview too, because we haven't gotten any messages on that. We never really asked. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's who you want to hear. And then uh, next week, uh, I don't know, we got to get somebody on. Um, on Yeah, that's simple. Um, I kind of want to... Obviously, we got to get uh, Sean Brodigan back on. Uh, we got to get Brodigan on. Yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, I think Dagmar would be great. Dagmar and then Mike Lentz. We got to get these school instructors Lentz, on. Lentz, dude. Lentz would be really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay, we, got, we got some reaching Mike out Lentz. to do. Yeah. No, yeah. Mike's awesome. Like, let's let's reach out to him. Let's get Dagmar on. Um, I got to reach back out to, uh, to Bill Stein and... Uh, should I call I him Lions right now? Eh. I guess we could. Yeah. I, mean, I guess you could. Nah, I don't but know. Imagine he's like, Jeff who? Blast. Jeff who? <laughs> <laughs> who? Who is this? If he doesn't fly a super decathlon, I don't know him. <laughs> oh, hey, buddy. That's the word. You ever get that? <laughs> hey, buddy. Yeah. Fuck you. Hey, bud. Click. <laughs> Click. <laughs> hey, guy. <laughs> The only person that can call me buddy is Goody or Don G. That's it. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. I can't wait till everybody listening. This call it like rings me. I was like, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Yeah. He, everybody send an email to Jeff with a subject. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, chief. What's up, chief? Hey, chief. hey oh, guy. God. Just hey, oncoming traffic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, let's stick a pin in this bad boy. Thanks Got for it. listening, guys. We'll uh, see you next week, Jeffrey P. See you later. Thank you for listening to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. Be sure to check out our website at www.flycoolshit.com. Subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes and Spotify. Any questions, comments, or feedback, shoot us an email at flycoolshit at gmail.com. 